Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with the support you need to finish your book. Best part is, after you finish your book, they take care of the entire publishing and marketing process 100% for you. So, if you want to become a successful author, make sure to check out AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Isabel Hunt with us. She is a speaker, two times Amazon bestselling author, transformation coach, supporting highly sensitive world changers, aka empath warriors. Her mission is to help nations to meet once again on equal ground through emotional healing. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Of course. We're excited to have you on. So the first one I have for you, Isabel, is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? <laughs> okay, there, there's a lot because, well, my story is quite a bit up and down, but I think the one that sticks out to me the most looking back is um, a little backstory. I'm originally from Germany and I moved to the U.S. about nine years ago, but I had a prophetic dream at the age of 12 that I would have to come here for a specific mission. And so my whole life was pretty much driven um, towards that dream and attached to that dream as well. And there were a lot, a lot of ups and downs, like really crazy. Um, we're not going to be able to get into all of that. However, one at one time, it was so bad that I had to go to Canada. I almost got deported because visa things didn't work out. Money didn't come through. Uh, all the, the crazy stuff that you don't really expect when you think you're supposed to live your dream at some point. And so I had to go to Canada. And I went there with a friend. I already had everything packed just in case I had to leave and go back to Germany. And going through the Canadian border, um, through the checkpoints, it was quite interesting. <laughs> Apparently, they're quite used to that. They just looked at me and smiled. I'm like, okay, good luck. It's like, well, thank you. <laughs> um, so we stayed there for a night. Which was, it's kind of like um, Windsor is kind of like a dead city where there are just people there who have to go back and forth pretty much. And so the next morning we had to go back to the U.S. and we had to go through the immigration office. And just going in there was like a whole ton of anxiety and panic. You could smell it. You could feel it. You could hear it. People in this whole room were just anxious and nervous. And you started to sweat for no reason. And and I, at some point I, I, I turned to my friend. I was like, I'm just going home. I can't sit in this room. I can't handle this. I don't know where this is going to go. I'm done. I don't think my dream is ever going to work out. And she just sat in the corner. She uh, comforted me. She's like, it's going to be fine. Just wait. And so the first officer who came to me is like, oh, yeah, okay, you have this situation on a well visa. There's nothing I can do for you. I'm just going to book a flight for you, go back to Germany. And in that moment, I broke down. I cried. I'm like, no, okay, after all those years, it's going to end here. And I'm in my late 20s, and I haven't reached anything yet. I had never had a job. I, I, I did actually finish my degree in sociology and psychology, so I, I can't say nothing. But I'm not where I where all my friends are, let's say that way. 
And so while I was standing there in, in shock, I didn't know what to say. There was another officer who looked over and he said, something tells me that you're here for a reason. Let me take a look. And I looked at him like, where's this coming from? Like, he didn't know me, never saw me, nothing. And he looks at me and was like, I think I can do something for you. And it took him four hours uh, to... Um, work through the whole thing and he said well it's kind of a gray zone I'm not quite sure but we'll figure something out I think I found a loophole and he looks at me and he says Isabel I think I can trust you I have a feeling I can trust you and I want you to be able to do what you're here for but you need to trust me not to do anything illegal. And the message in this whole situation is is that sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to get to a point of surrender. At that point, I let go of all my plans. I let go of that dream. I mean, I still had that dream, but I was not attached to how it is supposed to come about. Mm. Um, I just really let go of everything. And that's when things started to work out fast. Um, from there, my life pretty much changed really, really, really fast. And then um, moving forward, it's been 10 years now. So now I actually do live that dream that I had over 20 years ago. Um, but I had to get to a point where I was no longer trying to control. And I think the most success we experience when we stop trying to control life and just really starting to listen to our heart and trusting in the flow of life. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, the next one, Isabel, that I have for you is, uh, what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a transformation coach and over the last years, um, I studied the topic of emotions. I mean, my background is in, in sociology and psychology, so I already had some knowledge, but I wanted to get deeper, especially into the epigenetics and the spiritual side of emotions, because I think we always disregard that uh, part of what emotions really are. So the, the, the expertise that I have or from that expertise I always urge people to reevaluate the relationship that they have to their emotions. We always think it's one way or another. It's bad or good. If I feel this way, I'm, there's something, there's something um, wrong with me. Uh, if I have this kind of experience and this mo emotional expression, I have to react in some way. or I have to respond in this certain way, the way we have been taught through social stigma. And, that, that has been the biggest change for me to reevaluate how I feel and how I relate to what I feel. So instead of just seeing my emotions as something good or bad, but seeing them as a tool and as a messenger for me, whenever I drift off of my path, every time I, I move a little bit in directions where I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. Some other emotion comes up that directs us back to our center, to our core, where we operate from the best. And that pretty much is that, that true self. And, and that's something that I would, that's the advice that I would give people in general. And um, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? <laughs> 
There are two. One is stop comparing your life to everyone else's, how you think it should be, how they think it should be, the expectations of your parents, of society, um, where you're at, Edward H., and really taking the time to look more inward and not so not being so driven by the pressure of those expectations from outside. Uh, every time things went really bad for me, I realized looking back that those were the situations where I tried to conform to social expectations or to my parents' expectations and didn't really trust myself and what I knew uh, what I'm supposed to do or how I'm supposed to think about that or where I'm supposed to go. So that is something a, a big that goes through my whole life is the trust issue because I'm a bit of a control freak. Yeah. Um, so control and trust doesn't really work well together. And that's mm-hmm. the advice that I would give. Just let it go and trust more. And it could tie in. So in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Because I could literally do a, a whole talk on that one. <laughs> uh, but in short, since we don't have too much time, happiness, the key to happiness is um embracing all there is happiness is not just one emotion happiness is when you can embrace all that you are experience and be okay with it when you're able to sit with anger when you're able to be okay with grieving whatever has happened in your life that you need to let go of even if it's a loss Um, Being okay with being frustrated and overwhelmed, but really taking a closer look, that is happiness. Happiness is being able to experience it all, but not from a place of desperation, but from a place of guidance. And what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? (sighs) Um, I'm not so good at memorizing books, but I think the one that really made a difference for me is The Alchemist. I love the book because it uh, really intertwined the spiritual, uh, something that you really need to learn for your life with a story. And those really stick with me. And I think something that stuck with me from that book was that um, if we interfere with the, uh, with the path of other people, with their path, when we try to fix them, when we try to move them in a certain situ or in a certain direction, we will never discover our own path because we're so fixed on everyone else's path that we forget what our path is. And um, in the book, I think it describes really well how our dreams have magnificent meaning, how our emotional state is guiding us, how everything around us is a piece a hint, um, something that that allows us to see, oh, okay, I'm actually on the right path, or this is the next treasure uh, that helps me to find the big treasure. So it it was quite a significant book. I love that book as well. I agree. Um, And what is your favorite quote and why? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be totally blunt here because I can't remember quotes, to be honest. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to push it. Uh, I'm just... You know, yeah, I'm just going to blame it on English being my second language. But I do have one that I really like, and that's you don't just express your emotions. You express a story, which is your story. And that's pretty much my quote. So (laughs) that's why I remember it. 
because I came up with it, but it has a very big significance for me and is very important every time I find myself a little bit in a trap where I'm like, okay, I'm not just expressing my emotion, I'm expressing my story. Mm, yes. Thank you uh, so much for coming on. This was a very insightful um, interview. The last one I have for you before we let you go is where can our audience best find and connect with you online? I keep it simple because, like I said, I'm a bit of a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my website, isabelhunt.com, I-S-A-B-E-L-H-U-N-D-T, where you can find a lot of freebies that help you, especially if you're highly sensitive, um, if you're visionary, or if you want to learn more about your emotions and how you can use them as a guide and how you can work with me as well. So there's everything from my book to how to work with me, courses, everything on my website, isabelhunt.com. Awesome. Thanks again for jumping on. Thank you so much for having me.